Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 435th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Uh, Sandy, we were just kind of having a casual conversation we decided you know what, let's let's record some of this because i think it's somewhat interesting conversation um it's kind of like behind the scenes um you know why we're still doing this podcast and how we hope to continue doing this after the baby comes yeah the um, so when you know when you and i record we tend to have a few minutes in the beginning of just like getting the affairs in order and, and figuring out what we're going to talk about and one thing that i noted was it's so nice to essentially feel like I'm calling you once a week and just catching up and with the baby coming, it just feels that much more vital to keep that access to the outside world so that, you know, it's not just baby all the time. Obviously it will be baby 99% of the time, but <laughs> yeah. with the ability to just like connect for a second, like, Hey, how you doing? How are things? And just feel like, all right, you know, you can, you can talk to somebody um but also you you had mentioned that slack has been a godsend there too yeah yeah um so this goes back a long time you and i when we first started gaming together this is the xbox days like the xbox 360s 2011 maybe uh i can't remember exactly what year what time frame we started gaming together but i want to say it was our senior year toward the end of the year and uh it was black ops one right so that, that that timeline does line up and I remember talking to Elena at some point after she and I started dating. So this is like, this is 2012, 13, sometime, some time frame around there. And I remember even then she was already falling out with some of her friends from high school and college. There were just a select few people that she kept in touch with. And there were some of them that she like, honestly, I'm just cutting this person off because she's reached out to them like four different times and they never reply to her. They don't call her back. And she's like, clearly they don't really seem interested in talking to me anymore. And I'll say that's a shame uh, because back then, again, like 2012, 2013, this is prime Xbox, like Xbox Live, Call of Duty time for us, where we had so many people who are online, we couldn't even play together. Most of the, like, not, not you and I, but like maybe there are 10 of us who want to play together and the lobby size was capped at like eight. You know, the part, uh, the, the party chat was capped at eight, I think. Um, and so we would have to split up because it was just too it was it was too much. But it was such a natural way for us to kind of come together and keep in touch with each, with each other. And this stuck for a fair for a fairly long time, um, maybe like 2016, 17, where it started to kind of tail off. But um, yeah, like that was that was a start of it. And then with uh but like outside of the xbox you and i started we were like texting and then i think we started doing was it google hangouts a lot like you and i i whenever i communicated with you during the day via text it wasn't it was it was never via like standard text messages it was usually like google hangouts um and then i think we shifted over to to a slack because you couldn't use hangouts at work anymore and and it's stuck with that ever since. But I I never send you a regular text message, like ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's been really good. Like yeah, to 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 constantly be in touch. 
uh, little things like not words or even Wordle when we were doing that were also a nice yeah. way of, of keeping in touch with each other um, and just constantly keeping that going because it never feels like there's a an awkward, oh, I haven't talked to you. I haven't talked to Sandy in like, it's not, it never even goes a couple of days without saying a few words to you, whether right. it's, you know, yeah. you know, over, you know, audio, usually via text um, to, to some degree, but still like we never go longer than, uh, um, than a few days without actually communicating, communicating with each other, which is nice. Yeah. And even if we do, it's not like, you know, it's an awkward thing. I think we all both know that sometimes if you're away or I'm away, yeah, it, there's something there, but you're right. Not words. The game that you, me, and our, our good friend Harry plays every day. It's just it's something fun that keeps us just like, yep, yeah, we're all doing this, and just so you know that the other person's alive, right? And yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the, well, the great thing about the Slack channel as a touch point is it's so easy to just send a link or send a thing, and then just like you know, if you got a dip, you got a dip. Yeah. Um, and that was the same thing with like Gchat way back when, where it's not like, you know, it feels even easier than texting and it certainly feels easier than calling. But I, I know that when you and I call each other, it tends to be like, not serious, but like, you know, more serious to the call or you there's like a really funny, super timely thing that I need to connect with you on immediately so you get the joke that we move on as opposed just to feel like it hits harder but yeah otherwise like that's I think slack has been been so nice for us and I think you know we've talked about this in the past but when COVID hit you and I could not our relationship could not have been more like more better like more you know better positioned to, to ride this out and I was like oh we have to talk via technology like in our headsets when we were gaming our entire time. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why it's one of those things where I'm very grateful that we have this channel, very grateful that we have this outlet, but also very much looking forward to just like, I'll be super sleep deprived, but I'll be like, you know, hey, I'm still here. How you doing? You know, what's this week? <laughs> yeah. Been? What's the baby up to? And just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing some of those some of those stories on your end because it'll... um. You know, I remember, I remember when Gordon was born, he was a newborn, and I would tell people about, you know, oh, he's going through this, or he's going through that, right? Like, oh, he's having this sleep regression, or he's teething now, so he's been fussing a lot. Um, early on, it was it was super difficult for me to kind of be a, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's not, like, I guess somewhat of an equal partner, but, like, I mean an equal partner in the sense that I can support and actually give Gordon all the things that he needs to sustain himself and to live because for, you know, just about a whole year, Gordon was fully dependent on mom. And while, like, she pumped milk and there was milk available in, like, the fridge slash freezer, um, it's just never as convenient as as just oh, here, here's Gordon, take him, and there he goes. He, he's getting his milk right now. So, like, it, it was just way more work and way more way more difficult for me to do all that at night, especially when it's like, oh, if, say, say I took the night duty, right? Like, say I took a duty where Gordon is waking up, it's 2 in the morning, and he's he's hungry. Now I got to go to the fridge. Um, <laughs> what did I do? I'm trying to think exactly what it was. So we bought a mini fridge, which we still have, Um and inside that mini fridge, we kept some bottles prepared, but you had to like warm the, the milk. So then I think yep. I ran it under, 
I think I ran it under the hot water in the bathroom. I don't think I ever went downstairs during this. Um, and it, like the the whole process of just getting the bottle ready was like a five minute process, um, and and during which Gordon is just crying the whole time. He doesn't stop. He doesn't cry and say, "Oh, you're awake. Okay, cool. Uh, let me know when the food's ready." Like he just keeps going until he finally starts getting the food. So it takes a while. And then and Gordon, he's always been ravenous. Like he he's never satiated. He always needs a lot of food. And even back then, I remember feeding him like, "Oh, he's had this many ounces." They say a baby's stomach is you know only this big. How is it possible that he wants more milk right now, right? Like, let's say he's he's had, I, I don't know, I'm making up numbers, but like, let's say he's had three ounces and they say he's only supposed to have like four ounces tops. Why Why is it that he still wants more? I've Like, here, here's another ounce for you, buddy. Oh, you're still crying? Come on, what do you want me to do? And Lena is a, like, she transitioned when she became a mother. She transitioned from a deep sleeper. Actually, it was more of more when we when we got married. Actually, she used to be a super deep sleeper before we got married. Then we got married and it started to become lighter. And then Gordon was born, and like she she wakes up at like every little thing. I can't sneak into the bedroom at night after she falls she after she falls asleep. Like if I'm if I you know we hang out and then uh, she falls asleep and I go downstairs and do the dishes. Maybe I. Uh, you know, wa- finish watching a basketball game or something. And I come back upstairs. It's like 11, 12 o'clock. As soon as I open the door, whatever like deep sleep breathing that she was doing, it stopped and she's like up and alert and aware that I'm in the room. Uh, anywho, yeah. G- Gordon is now crying for five, 10 minutes. I'm sitting there trying to give him the bottle. Uh, like she's awake. She's re- <laughs> she's awake and she's been awake for a hot minute. So eventually became, okay, you know what? Just, just, just give me Gordon um, because he, he, just stops crying quicker and only one of us is being disturbed rather than both of us. And so all that to say for a long period of time, I was eager uh, to be able to, to give Gordon the support that he, you know, to actually be able to keep him alive, uh, which is somewhat of a segue, I guess, to, to this week, because this week, Lena, she went on a, a vacation. She went on a trip with her mom down to Jamaica and so she left town last Saturday, which I guess I must have mentioned on the last podcast. But um, yeah, like, you know, she's able to leave town for what is it? It was like a nine day trip, I think. Um, she gets back tomorrow afternoon and Gordon's doing great. He's, you know, he's he's well fed. He's had way more fun, <laughs> like way more freedom and, and all sorts of fun things than he normally gets when uh, when the two of us are around. And that's partially one, I'm a little bit more lenient when it comes to that. And two, it's just not worth arguing and getting upset about or getting upset over. It's, uh, it's you know, when they're two parents, it's a little bit easier because we can both kind of lean upon each other to deal with some of the stress. And so when one person's overstressed, the other person can kind of take over, so to speak. Uh, but in this instance, I don't have that opportunity or have that ability. So, um, you know. I just kind of roll with it. Here's some. Here's a little TV during the weekday uh, because why the hell not? I'm not going to argue with you over this. Have a little bit of fun. Um, but so yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know this this week has been just kind of surviving, <laughs> just kind of surviving. No like extra stuff has really been getting done. Although I did I did bake some cookies yesterday, uh, which I haven't done in forever. Um, but figured why not? It was a little bit fun. Uh, and then, and then today, Gordon and I went to like an indoor playground area. Then uh, we did like lunch together. On um, I think it was Wednesday night, maybe Thursday night. I took him out to uh, to the sushi place that we usually go to, and he and I he and I went to dinner. We actually because like I've I've never actually sat inside and ate and eaten there. We always just ordered to go, and so um, 
this time she and I went, we sat down, we, we ordered, uh, he got, he just, he usually gets like uh, an avocado cucumber roll. Uh, that's kind of his go-to. And so that's what he got. He has really strangely have, he's built this aversion to salmon, which I just can't figure out why. And I guess other parents feel like this too with their children when they're, when they're younger, they eat whatever. And then all of a sudden they decide they don't want to eat that thing anymore because Gordon's been eating salmon since like he, before he turned one. And uh, all of a sudden, like when he knows he's eating salmon, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to eat it. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, uh, anywho, like he and I, he and I went out, we ate, um, we had dinner that night. Um, I'm trying to think what we, we ate out another day. Oh, he, <laughs> it was, it was stupid. Um, we were in the car and he, after school, he always gets a snack because he's, again, he's ravenous. And, um, so I, I, I have like this huge tub of animal crackers at my desk, uh, which people probably think is for me at work, but in fact, it's exclusively for Gordon. Uh, in particular <laughs> days, in particular days when like I forget to bring him like a banana or an apple or you know some type of pe- some piece of fruit, which is usually what we try to give him uh, as a as an after after school snack because he will ruin his appetite otherwise. Um, uh, but I didn't pack a snack for him this day. So I gave him some animal crackers and he's sitting in the car. And for whatever reason, he said he was sitting crisscross applesauce, as, as they refer to it, um, in his car seat. And he accidentally knocked the cup out of his cup holder onto the floor. And he had only eaten two animal crackers and he was very distraught about it. So I was like, oh, what can I get you? You know, what can we do? Can I, can I do something fun for you? And he goes, he wants Chick-fil-A, which was unusual but if you might remember um from the episode where we had after we'd come back from florida gordon had eaten at chick-fil-a with his grandma like three or four different times at least and so he's apparently developed this nice love of chick-fil-a and so i took him to chick-fil-a on monday because of because of that and and lana was not thrilled (laughs) when she found out she's like oh okay you're just gonna you like she 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 had prepared this these you know some meals for us and i told her that that's what we were gonna eat for dinner and immediately audibled on that she's like oh okay you so you're not (laughs) so you're gonna go eat out some uh some fun chick-fil-a for dinner with gordon okay i see how it is um but yeah yeah that's uh that's that's been this week. Uh, she she just got back into uh, to Florida uh, today, so they're back from Jamaica, and her flight back uh, back home is tomorrow. So we'll get her after school slash work tomorrow. Nice. It, it sounds really nice that you were able to to have those sort of uh, experiences with Gordon. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. He's also he's also pissed me off a lot this week. He he's, I believe it too. Just... I believe it too. <laughs> Like I was, I've been working on this jigsaw puzzle and, uh, I was sitting there working on it uh, yesterday and he randomly just like picks up his bear and just chucks it at me and it lands right on the table. It takes out the box, holding all the pieces inside of it, uh, just falls all over the floor. Like what, what was that? (laughs) Why did you do that? What the hell was going on? Like, uh, um, and then it's also, uh, another thing I've mentioned to Lena, like, with Gordon, it's weird. like he always wants more. There's never enough that you can give him. So if you tell him no to something, he'll be upset that he doesn't get it, right? Uh, so like if he asks for candy, right, and you say no, I'm not going to give you any candy, he'll get upset with you, right? And so, you know he'll go around like, oh, you're not my favorite. You're not my favorite. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh, whatever, cool. Um, and, <laughs> you but, ain't my favorite right now either. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, 
I should have said, you know, like if it's like TV, right? He might say, oh, can I watch some TV? I'm like, no, and he'll get upset. Um, now, if I give him TV and I give him a lot of TV, even when it comes time to, you know, comes to bedtime and I say, okay, we got to turn the TV off, he doesn't like that. He gets very angry. <laughs> He'll still yell at you. So it's like, okay, so you basically just offloaded the being yelled at until the very end instead of doing it up front because if you just said no tv at the beginning he would have been upset for like you know two minutes and then he would have started playing with his toys and been good but if but instead by saying uh sure you can watch three hours of tv but then we're gonna have to go upstairs when you have to go upstairs inevitably he's going to freak out at you and oftentimes it's worse it's worse of a freak out over a meltdown than if you said no tv to begin with um so very interesting very yeah. interesting how that yeah. logic works. So, yeah. So I've I've been saying like if you give him an inch, he wants another inch. If you give him a mile, he still wants another inch afterwards. And and he uh, he certainly he certainly uh, yeah, likes to to prove that correct. So anywho, that's been uh that's been this week. Looking forward to Lana returning tomorrow. Um, looking forward to getting back to kind of the norm the normal routine with uh with the three of us. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, I get it. You're just surviving. You're 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 uh, you're out there on an island right now, uh, and <laughs> yeah. you're a single high safety. And uh, if if, it's, if it gets past you, that's it. So exactly. it's a lot of pressure. Exactly. A lot of pressure. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. How's uh how's Carolyn been doing? She's doing good. Uh, she's super over it at this point. She just wants to <laughs> sort of uh, get out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, we're we're basically just getting like, like tonight what we did was we did laundry for all of the baby's clothes uh mm-hmm. just so that the dresser that we had we would have some clothing in there we have a mixture of newborn and you know zero to three months depending on how big this baby's gonna be um and what else we like we changed providers recently so we're just like meeting with the providers and then getting a lowdown on how they do things we're much happier with our new provider um we're, we're just buying a lot of things uh, to get the apartment ready, whether, you know, a humidifier showed up today because our apartment's incredibly dry. Um, I went, you know how, like, we got our closets uh, done by a container store, like, a year ago yeah. or something like that? Yes. Wow, it's been um, a year. Holy shit. Maybe smokes. it's a year. Maybe it's, like, eight months or something like that, but... Okay, but um, still, been quite a, I can't believe it's been that long. Jeez. I know. I know. I uh, I did two things. One, I bought two additional shelving units, like pull well, drawers. For, I call it yeah. Two pull two additional like uh, thin uh, drawers just to further maximize the space. Uh, mm-hmm. So this way we now have two dedicated baby drawers. Um, sorry, drawers for the baby, and then also bought this over the door like shelving situation so it's these six really large uh it, it, it's metal but it's like mesh style baskets uh i thought okay. i could get it installed today because i you know i definitely have a seven inch or sorry a seven foot residential interior door but the front the the width of the door is larger than the anchors that essentially like sat on top of the door. So what I have to do is wait for the main spine or main rod to come in tomorrow 
and then see if I can drill that into the door. If I can drill it into the door, then we're all set. We'll be right as yeah. rain. And then I'll just yeah. be able to use these baskets. And this essentially, and I'll, and I'll show you a video tomorrow of me standing inside the closet and doing like a 360 and just showing like how much we have to maximize every square inch of the closet. Because, you know, we're in, a, we're in a tiny apartment and we don't have the ability to um, just have like really open closet situations like everything has like basically stacked on top of each other and you got to know exactly where everything is and so to have every like vertical inch of that closet be maximized is is necessary frankly uh but you know i'm at that point now where i'm basically nesting where it's like i'm cleaning things i'm building things i'm trying to do everything that i can do to get this place ready uh for when the baby comes so we will see but overall good yeah Overall, everyone's doing well. Um, That's good. Yeah. Is it still really cold out there by you? It is, but the temperature's starting to rise. Uh, will we'll, we'll be starting to rise this week. So right now, my computer says it's 17 degrees outside, and it's 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 pretty much been 17 degrees outside. Um, I'm trying to pull up the forecast, but it's failing. Um, so I'll just do it on my phone. So tomorrow, we're going to be up to 33, baby. As a high, wow. so today the high today wow. high, today's high was nineteen. Tomorrow thirty three will be the high. Thirty two is the low. We're supposed to be raining um, much of the next much of the rest of the week. By the way, um, so hopefully the temperature actually does stay a little bit higher, so we don't get freezing rain. Um, sure. And it's going to continue to rise. So like thirty five the next day, forty one, and then forty two by Thursday. So if we do get as much rain as it's showing. It will be nice that we'll be able to get rid of some of this, uh, some of the the snow that's kind of lingering everywhere, um, especially like around you know the lawn. <laughs> getting because we keep our, our our trash and recycle bins uh, to the side of the house, so pulling those out of, of that basically iced snow is a bit of a, a bit of a, a chore, and it'll be nice to get rid of that. the uh, The parking lot with that indoor playground that we went to today, I don't know why. But that playground wasn't touched by a snowplow. I couldn't believe it. Um, it was only that section of, of the uh, the parking lot too. So like very clearly, they have like that must be some type of feature that they could pay with their rent and they or their lease, and they did not uh, opt into that because the rest of the parking lot's plowed. Like the grocery store, that whole area is plowed. Um, the you know the Chipotle's parking lot's plowed. But that fun, you know, the fun house, whatever for kids, where there are little kids walking through this parking lot, completely untouched. Um, anyway, sorry, sorry for that tangent, but I was, I was very, I was very surprised and annoyed by the fact that I was having to like very carefully guide Gordon through this like snowed, iced, super bumpy, jaggedy mess because you know cars were driving through it and everything like that. Um, very surprising. Yeah, I'm surprised at a place that's for kids would risk like a liability there of like not having that snow plowed and they, they, they fall or something like yeah isn't that your responsibility i didn't even know that that was a thing that you could just do is like oh i just we're not gonna do it me neither yeah very surprised by it yeah it's funny how like you get older you're like you start to worry about these things like first of all when you're younger you're never going to play <laughs> like this obviously because it's not relevant yeah but now yeah. it's like you're not you're not plowing guys like what's going on mm exactly yeah um 
What else can I tell you? I mean, it's it's freezing up here, and we got two more days of this before it also hits 40. Uh, one of the funny things I saw on social media was, you know it's really cold in New York City when the streets are white. And that is very true. It's like the remnant of all the salt everywhere mm, staining yeah, the, yeah, the ground. Yeah. yeah. So it is, uh, it is brisk. It is uh, also one of those things where, and I keep forgetting this, but just because it's cold out doesn't mean the sun isn't shining. And so there's that like low winter sun effect where it feels like the sun is just way brighter in the wintertime. And I have forgotten to wear my my sunglasses more frequently than I should have. And it's just one of those things where it's like, yep, just, you know, you're squinting. It's cold out. It's just like it's not a fun time for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No. And what's the temperature been like? Well, right now it is 25, mm. but uh, the past few days, it looks like, let's see. Oh, tap for more detail. See hourly weather for the next 10 days. Um, oh, cool. Uh, right, let's see. Uh, tw- today is 25. Tomorrow will be low of 21, high of 36. Uh, Tuesday, low of 32, high of 39. But then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we basically have like anywhere between 40 and 80% chance of rain. On Saturday, oh, on Friday, we get a high of 58. Mm. Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. 58. I guess I'm going out in shorts that day. Like I could run in shorts. That's crazy. Isn't that wild in January? Wow. Oh my gosh. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's dope. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get yeah. out of here. Let's get yeah, out of here. Let's, let's not let's here. not stress it. Let's not stress it. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See everyone next week.